Better and Longer with the Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to The Fitness Show. Today we are going to talk about procrastination and why you should stop doing it. Procrastination is no good, especially when it comes to your health. And I've had I had a really compelling conversation the other day while I was in the gym, and some of my hotties have reached out with some pretty impressive posts on social media. And it's just time. Are you that person who's just been putting it off? You think, oh yeah, the exact formula for weight loss sounds really smart and Oh, I'll get to it someday, or I know I should be working out, but I've got too much going on. Are you that person? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm poking you in the chest. Enough's enough. Um, golly, I mean, if you could turn back the clock and undo slash redo anything, wouldn't it be to put yourself in a body you love and feel good about? Why in God's earth would you wait on that? This is the type of thing you need to take action on and move. It just doesn't make any sense. And, you know, I have been in my present version of my body since I was, uh, I don't know, about 21, I think, or 20 when I started really losing weight. And even the years where I was overweight, mostly my teenage years, if I could go back and undo them, golly, in a heartbeat, I would do it because that was no fun. And I'm so grateful that I figured out fairly young, how to have a body the size that I wanted it and how to have a body that performed the way I wanted it to and just one that I felt good about. But man, the years that I felt bad about my body, that was tough. Everything felt worse because I didn't feel good about me. And so why would you stall on the process of getting you where you want to go? Do you think it's unattainable? You're wrong because if you're if you've been overweight for a while, you can have full confidence that someone with more knowledge and dedication than you would have changed, would have made change, and would have already fixed whatever problems you see that there are. So um, we're going to talk about that today, and I've got some really great examples of people who've done it and are making me really proud. And last week I was at the gym. And I was on the treadmill, and there were there's 10 treadmills, but they were all occupied, so a little line started to form. And I was walking at that point, and there's a woman who stood next to me, and we just started talking about the line. And she said, I'm excited to get back on the treadmill because I just got over surgery or something. And she grabbed her chest while she did it. She just put her hands right on her boobs and kind of shook them a little bit. I said, oh, did you have breast surgery? She said, yes, I had a reconstruction. I said, well, did you have cancer? And she said, I did. And they had a, I believe it was a lumpectomy. And then she had a single mastectomy. And she had previously had implants. So she had boobs that were way too big. And then uh, along with, you know, having to deal with cancer, she was able to get the boobs the size she liked. But what she had told me is as a result of her diagnosis, she started eating healthy. I guess she was rattled. Because something very scary happened. She was told she was unhealthy and cancer is like the scariest word in the world. And she changed her eating habits. 
So between X amount of months ago with diagnosis and now she's lost 45 pounds. And so I'm looking at a woman who's very petite. It's, it's funny. People tell me, they say, you lost 45 pounds. Well, you don't have 45 pounds to lose. And <laughs> then I have to say, well, that's because I already lost the 45 pounds. And I was looking at her because she looks so very fit and she was petite and she looked like she strength trained. She had nice muscular curves. But in my mind, I was trying to wrap my head around this woman heavier and I couldn't. But what she was saying is, Uh, you know, it was unfortunate that she had to get a cancer diagnosis in order to make the good decision to watch what she put in her mouth. And if she had known for the decades past where she had spent her whole life in this overweight body, if she knew how easy it was, she would have made that change long ago. And so we commiserated about, you know, isn't it a shame that more people don't figure it out sooner. Some people never figure it out, never have the fit body they hope for. Um, but that's a big deal. You know, she just realized, and, and she was, you know, she had one of those, I could have had a V8 moments. Do you remember that commercial where people are walking cockeyed and then someone gives them a V8 juice and they hit their head and they go, oh, I could have had a V8 and everything straightens up. Um, but she was perplexed how she had, let her life go on so long in this overweight body she didn't like. And then the other conversation it led into, I said, you know, I have so many friends here at the gym, many overweight friends who are there every single day working out and they never lose a pound. And I know that these are people that want to lose weight because they have told me they want to lose weight. But they they exercise, they show up religiously, they get on the elliptical, they do their class, they do their you know, Nautilus machines, whatever it is, but they're not losing an ounce. And that's because they refuse to change their eating habits. Are you that person? Now, I know some of my listeners very personally, and I know some of you are that person, that you're this heavy person, you exercise, you participate in 5K, 10K, sometimes half marathons. You know, you understand the exact formula for weight loss, your caloric budget, but you refuse to utilize it. And so I hope you stop putting that off. You know, it's here's the deal. It's not up to me to make those goals for you. So if you're happy in your overweight body, that's okay with me. I mean, I wish you better because the weight will obviously affect your heart and it'll affect your joints and lead to various health ramifications, but I don't do goal setting for people. You have to do goal setting for yourself. But I I know a lot of you that are still, you know, sitting around with your thumb in your ear, not doing what it takes to get the weight off, and you really want the weight off. Um, So this woman, we're going to call her Susie because I can't remember her name, but Susie, she had that epiphany and it came as a result of a horrible, scary cancer diagnosis. Thank goodness she's cancer-free Thank goodness she's on the path. She is on the war path to being a healthy girl because now she realizes how easy it is. And I too, when I was overweight, I didn't realize how easy healthy eating was. I just didn't understand it. I had to do the research and learn about science and things to be able to give you the formula and share share the good news with other people. But are you procrastinating A lot of you are. I know a lot of you have grabbed the bull by the horns and you are there, man. You are moving forward at a rapid pace, feeling good, taking names, and I love it. 
but there's, there's definitely some procrastinators. And I assure you that it's not going to benefit you long-term and you're going to look back with nothing but regret for having not made those changes. So I also got a few emails um, within the past week or so online and our messages posted to social media on my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge page. And these are regular people like you and I who've had recent success. And this is what they wrote. So I've got Rich Zukowski. And Rich seems like a great guy. So I was super excited to see his photos, which shows a very um, different Rich Zukowski. But this is what he said. I posted a new picture of me and how I look today. I was part of Fitz's weight loss challenge after Thanksgiving. I wasn't making any progress, and in mid-December, she said that I would let, um, oh, that's right, he sent, he posted that he wasn't making any progress, and I just said, Rich, when you decide you want progress, it'll come, you're just not doing what it takes, so here's his version, um, but she said that I would let, if I wouldn't have any progress until I wanted it type thing, so I lost a couple of pounds after that in December. And then I started the exact formula for weight loss in January and lost over 12 pounds in January alone. I am down about 20 pounds since Thanksgiving and have about 10 more to meet my initial goal. I have been trying the daily exercises and modify them when needed. I have strengthened my core a great deal and my stomach is flatter. I also ran over 156 miles this month, tying my record in July of last year. I ran a half marathon in West Virginia the first weekend of January, resulting in my fastest half. I also have to credit my local running group, Bridgeport Road Warriors, for challenging me and improving my speed tremendously. I can't wait to see what the rest of the year brings me. So this is a guy who's part of, many of you are part of the group, and he's one of my listeners too, but he did post that he wasn't seeing any progress. And because I have no other way to be, I was blunt. And I said, Rich, when you're ready to <laughs> take action, results will come. And they did. Do you think Rich, what what amount of money do you think Rich would accept to go back and put 20 pounds on to be exactly where he was in November? Do you think there's a, a, an amount of money? Do you think there's a price tag on that? I don't know. I don't know if Rich would take a million dollars to go back to being rich 20 pounds heavier. And I tell you, he's going to lose the rest of the way because now he gets it and he understands how easy it is. So thank you, Rich, for that message. Next up is Paige Hall. And so Paige sent me a message a few months ago telling me that, um, (laughs) that's a great message. She said, I want to lose weight, but I really don't like to count. And so is there another way around it? One of those things. So instead of messaging Paige back, I video called Paige shocked the crap out of her in the morning. She was very um, surprised when she got my video call. And I said, listen, Paige, you don't have to count calories, but just accept that you will never make change. If, if counting's too hard, you don't want to deal with counting, that's fine. But just be able, just make the decision to look in the mirror and be happy with what you see. She said, I can't. I can't be happy with what I see. And I said, well, sorry then. You're going to have to use an app. You're going to have to do some counting. It's just part of life. But I assure you, if you make the commitment, results will come. And she didn't um, She didn't feel very good about the phone call. I think there were some tears shed. But she committed that she was going to make change. So this was her recent post. And she accompanied it with a beautiful smile. She said, I decided to turn a corner after the Disney Marathon weekend eat better, and train better. 
the training part has been slow going. It took me two weeks to muster up the, I don't know what to get on the treadmill. I hate it with a passion. But I finally got on it, got some runs in, and now that it's getting warmer outside, all should be good. Despite that, I've dropped seven pounds in the past two weeks thanks to better eating. Glad Fitz put out the weight loss challenge to give me momentum to keep going. So again, you can exercise all the time. And most of the people that I'm dealing with, I say most, but it seems like my world is full of runners, people who do half marathons, 10Ks, marathons, and so, but a lot of people are running lots of marathons and not only not losing a pound, a lot of them are gaining weight. So running isn't really a huge factor in weight loss because you can't outrun reckless eating habits. But Paige changed her eating habits and she lost two pounds. I'm sorry. What is it? Seven pounds in two weeks. That's crazy. Again, in November, Paige didn't have that success because she wasn't making, uh, taking the steps necessary to get her there. But the second she did, results came quickly. And wouldn't that be fun for you? And again, remember with the exact formula for weight loss, I am not removing entire food groups. I'm not telling you, don't eat meat. Don't eat fruit, which is so dumb. Don't eat white stuff. Don't eat sugar. I don't restrict anybody from eating anything. I just say, hey, listen, eat wisely. Get a bunch of nutritious choices into your caloric budget and avoid the not so good stuff as much as possible. So you don't have to be perfect. Perfect's boring. I'm not giving you anything you can't handle. You just have to be moderate and stop overeating. And Paige made that decision, and all of a sudden, the results are there. And that big, beautiful smile she put on Facebook was worth a million dollars. That's a happy girl. That's seven pounds down. All right, Christina Kaperzak. She had another great post, which made me really happy. And Christina's been on fire lately, posting every single day sweaty selfies, photos from her Taekwondo classes and other workouts, which I really enjoy. So she says, happy February hotties. This is not so much a sweaty selfie as it is a happy one. I've been in this group for a while, but haven't been super active until I committed to doing so in the new year. Cliche, I know. And that's what she says. She calls herself cliche, not me. Um, I don't really know what was stopping me and what was getting in the way, especially when I saw so many hotties being successful and finding so much joy in their lives. I would listen to the fitness show and think, I should do that, but I never really followed through. I take full responsibility for that. I didn't choose to do the right things for my health. Fast forward to now, and things are changing. I've really worked to participate every day, follow the formula, do the workouts, and engage myself 100% in this journey of self-love. Some of it hasn't been easy. At first, tracking my food felt tiresome. I am not the greatest selfie taker, and sometimes I wonder... Who needs to see yet another photo of my sweaty face in the same gym I always work out in? However, I prevailed, and I can't say enough how amazing it has been. Not only have I lost 9.5 pounds in one month, but I feel like I have a community that I can come to for support and to see me through the ups and downs of this process. I've built healthier habits, even the seemingly small ones like using my break, time at work to go walking like I'm doing here. That's the photo. To get to my ultimate goal, I have 25.5 pounds to go, but I know I am well on my way. This group has inspired me to set a BHAG, that's a big, hairy, audacious goal, that I have never previously pictured myself aiming for, the 2020 Dopey Challenge. Several months ago, I was struggling hard with binge eating and just made excuses upon excuses to not break out of that cycle. I decided as my pants got tighter and, and tighter that enough is enough, so here I am, And I couldn't be more thrilled to have found my way. 
I'm looking forward to what the next weeks, months, years bring. I am sure that there will be bumps in the road, but knowing how much love I can get here, even if tough love is necessary sometimes, is extremely reassuring and motivating. If I can do this, anyone can. And she threw in my favorites, hashtag no excuses and hashtag get to work. So folks, these are four examples of real people that have put their foot down and decided to stop tolerating their lifestyle, their physique, their habits, the way they were. They decided no more. I'm not going to live in this body one more second at a status quo. I want to do better. I can do better. And I will do better. And they have done better. So now it's your turn. Stop waiting. I mean, I love that Christina actually says, I thought eh, I was I was watching other people having success, but my pants were getting tighter. That's what was happening with Paige, and that's what was happening with Rich. Are you that person? Are your pants getting tighter? You have the information available. And listen, we, we talk about this on a regular basis. I'm giving it to you for free. So where some people say, well, I just don't understand how this all works, you don't have that excuse. You can go on fitness.com and you can read the exact formula for weight loss. If you do not know how to exercise properly or don't know how to put together a workout routine with my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge group on Facebook, I literally provide you with specific workouts to do on a daily basis. The cardio is fairly self-explanatory, so I can say something like walk, run, uh, three miles, or jump rope for 20 minutes, or do the elliptical for 20 minutes, or swim for 30 minutes, something like that. Those are self-explanatory, so I'm not giving you videos on how to swim. However, they come with a strength training program that was specifically designed for you to work all the different parts of your body in order so they don't conflict with each other. So you are working your chest every other day. Your chest workouts never fall back to back. It's a custom-designed program to target almost every muscle in your body in a smart way. You can modify it if necessary. And you don't need a gym to do almost any of the exercises. Most can be done at home with or without weights, using bands, using your chair. There's a bunch of regular household items we use. But nonetheless, you've got no excuses. That's the moral of the story. So how badly do you want this? That's really what it comes down to. If you've been someone who's been sitting in an overweight body for years now and you just think, all right, this is the way it's going to be, then fine. That's the way it's going to be for you. You can be one of those people who spends their entire life being overweight. I wish better for you, but it's really not my place to decide exactly what your body should look like, feel like, and how it should perform. Now, what I want for you is a really long life that's really fun. I want a lot of quality in a lot of years. But again, I can't control that. So make some decisions. Sit and think. Look in the mirror. You know, have a have a heart-to-heart with you and decide. And if you decide that really being overweight and lethargic is your dig, then okay. It makes me sad, but that's your call. But if you want more, if you want a body that feels lean and hard and can do a bunch of wonderful athletic things then let me help you. Take my advice. You know what? I am not the prettiest girl in the world. I'm not the funniest girl in the world. I'm not a fantastic dancer. I'm certainly not a great singer. But when it comes to fitness, you bet your butt I know my stuff. And if you do what I ask you to do or what I tell you to do, 
you will get where you want to go. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'm not dishing out suggestions on science. I'm dishing out facts. I'm explaining to you the way things work. And if you follow the guidance, you will get where you want to go. So let's do that, right? (laughs) Giddy up, everybody. Because again, I want better for you. And selfishly, I want a bunch of success stories. I don't make any money off them. They just feel, (laughs) they make me feel happy. Oh, and then I I can't let this go without talking about Tracy Chow. So um, Tracy Broad, Tracy Broad, that's your new last name. Tracy Chow was, Tracy Chow and I went to middle school and high school together. Tracy Broad is my grown up married Facebook friend. Anyways, Tracy and her son Cooper have really kicked it into high gear, and he's a cutie patootie, and I love that she and he are working out together, and they're running together, jumping rope together, doing push-ups and planks together. It's, it's adorable, and he is a little hero of a son. I just adore him. He's so cute, and he has the most adorable rosy cheeks, but Tracy has been back and forth with her weight for a while, and she's finally gung-ho and I'm really excited for her because she's one of the sweetest people ever to be to grace this earth and uh, I love watching her sweaty selfies but Tracy lost 13 pounds in January and I hope I'm getting that number right but 13 pounds in one month which is extraordinary and yes completely healthy for her to do but she's so hard on herself. I think she had gotten to maybe January 24th and she said, oh my gosh, I've only lost 11 pounds and I haven't lost a pound in five days. And she's really, really hard on herself. And my response was, Tracy, get a grip. You've lost 11 pounds so far this month. What in the world do you have to complain about? You know, put on a happy face and show some pride and Brag to your son about the accomplishments. Do not hang your head. And she said, you're right. And then she went on to lose another couple of pounds. But she's doing incredible things. Um, But Tracy, if you're listening, and I hope you are, and anyone who beats themselves up like Tracy, stop. Own your successes. Unfortunately, on this weight loss path, it's not a straight down arrow. You know, there will be bumps. There will be moments where you make... It doesn't seem like you're making any progress, but I assure you, if you're eating healthily, healthfully within your caloric budget every day and you're doing workouts, you're getting better for it. There's no way possibly that you, no way possible that you could be getting less healthy by eating wisely and exercising. So no matter what, you're making progress. And then the other thing, and I am so happy to see so many people having incredible success with their blood work. There's too many of you to count right now, which is one of my proudest things to say, but the amount of people who reach out on a daily basis to tell me their doctors are elated with their blood work, almost nothing means more to me because, you know, again, the weight issue is a big deal, but to know that your insides are doing better, to know that you're less likely to be diagnosed with type 2 diabetes or your arteries are not clogged and you're less likely to have a heart attack. That's it. That is it for me. And when you post those things and you share them with me, I'm doing cartwheels over here in my home or wherever the heck I am. That is the ultimate reward for Fitz Kohler. And again, I want you to feel great in your jeans. But the fact that your insides are looking good and your doctor is patting you on the back. Wow. You know, I, I 
a lot of professions, they're handed awards, right? They get a trophy, they get a plaque, they're employee of the year, and good for everybody who's having that type of success. My rewards are happy doctor reports. You know, all of this good news from you all, it, it means so much to me. And you know what? Maybe I'm making this entire podcast because I'm so selfish and I just want more success stories to make me feel happy. I could be the most self-serving person on the entire planet. Um, But why the heck wouldn't you want to be my success story, right? It's our success story. It's not me. I mean, I give the guidance, but the guidance will fall on deaf ears if you're not doing something about it. So keep doing these things because, wow, I like the happy news. I like the happy news. Please don't don't be a a, uh, person who reaches out in two months and says, oh, I've gained 20 pounds. It's just foolish, and I want it for you. Again, I want it for you so very badly. Um, so I'm going to move on for that, but if you've been procrastinated cutting out, cut it out. I'm poking you in the chest. Let me ride on your shoulder while you eat, while you work out. Take the Fitzy with you. Take me everywhere you go, and when you sit down for a meal, pretend I'm sitting at your lap, on your lap watching you, just kind of staring at your face as you eat. And if you're doing things I would be proud of, you'll feel good about that. And if you're doing things that are questionable, maybe you'll change. Maybe you'll change course. So now I'm going to go on to the other things you want to know about. My duck. This is the Handy update. Oh, the duck and a new friend. So Handy is sitting on my couch the other night. We're watching TV. It's late at night and I'm very tired. But we're cuddling and she's on my chest and she's wearing her diapers now. She wears size 4T diapers, pull-ups. Not the kind you tape on. I pull the pull-ups over her little legs, and it's adorable. Um, But anyway, she's sitting in my arms, and she does this vibrational thing. She just vibrates, almost as if we plugged her into the wall and turned her on, and she's vibrating. And it's adorable, but I don't know what it means, or I didn't know what it means, until 11.30 on, I think, Friday night, when she's vibrating on my chest, and I pick up my cell phone, and I ask Suri, why is my duck vibrating? And I ended up in this group chat for a bunch of other duck owners. And what I found is that the ducks vibrate when they're happy. It's like a dog wagging their tail. So she's sitting in on my chest. Not only is she vibrating, but she's taking her little bill, her beak, whatever, and she's um, poking it around on my cheeks and in my hair and just kind of, I guess, grooming me. And that's what the other duck owners said, that when their ducks are happy, they vibrate and they preen them. So Handy likes me. (laughs) That's it. She likes me and it makes me happy. I'm so happy I can make her happy, but she's adorable and we've been swimming, or not me, but she has been swimming in the retention pond at the top of my neighborhood a lot this week because we had some wonderful heavy rains. And um, here's another ridiculous story. I put her out in the retention pond, which is about 2,000 square feet. So it's it's a really nice space her to swim. She goes around the edges and she digs in the ground trying to eat bugs and worms and things, which if my dog were doing, I would find appalling. But since Handy's out there and she doesn't have all the benefits a regular wild duck does, I feel happy that she's digging and eating worms and things. Um, But nonetheless, she'd been swimming for about an hour and I had to go. And I'm wearing my rubber boots. My rubber boots come close to my knees. They're very high. And I wear them just in case I need to get her or help her while she's out in the pond. 
and I have my neighbor, Martin, out there, and I have the uh, the towel that I'm holding to dry her off with. And I say, Martin, can you hold the towel so I can go get Handy? Sure. And Handy is kind of at the edge of the pond. So I decide I'm going to walk through the middle of the pond and come towards her, and she will run out of the pond into the grass. This is where I expect her to go. But, of course, she does not. So instead of running out onto dry land, she just keeps swimming around the perimeter of the pond. So there I am in my rubber boots, bent over, hands extended, going, Handy, come on, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, come on, Handy. And I don't know. I mean, this is going on for quite a couple of minutes. And then I take a step, and it's deep. And both of my boots fill up all the way to the knees. So now I'm trying to chase the duck and lifting these very heavy rubber boots full of icy cold water. Well, not icy cold, but I'm a Floridian, so cold water. And um, thankfully, my dog ran over. And when she got up to Handy, Handy stopped swimming and I was able to grab her. But, oh my gosh, just ridiculous. My life is ridiculous. But the thing that Handy really brings to it is so much laughter. I, you know, my dog is extraordinary. She's sweet. She's disciplined. She's perfection. And she makes me happy. But Handy makes me laugh out loud dozens of times every day. Um, So I'm excited about that. And I have another farm friend because the farm where I got Handy, they now have a baby calf out there. Um, The calf came from, they have a cattle ranch across town. It's several hundred acres. And I believe they have about a hundred cattle. But one of the cows gave birth to a calf and the donkey intervened. And donkeys are there, are with the flock or the they're not the herd, I guess, to protect them. However, some of them are very maternal. I know the donkey and the mule over at the farm where Handy came from, they love babies. So, anyways, this donkey intervened between the cow and the calf, and so the mom left. She's still on the property, but they can't figure out which cow goes to the baby. And the baby was there left with no mom and no supervision and no food. So they brought the calf over to the farm at their home, and they're bottle feeding her. They got colostrum, they got cow formula, the whole deal. But she is adorable. Her name is Henrietta, and what a pleasure. Such a gift to be able to go out there and watch this sweet little thing, which is the size of probably a Great Dane. She's probably about 80 pounds, I'm guessing. She's black. She's beautiful. Um, but she has the wobbly legs. She's starting to do little spastic jumps now. She's about four days old. And I told them that while they were at work, I'd be happy to go check on Henrietta and feed her while I was in town. And we're feeding her this bottle that is the size of, it's a quart, like a quart of milk, Um, but it's formula. So I had to mix it today and it has just massive nipple on it. It's hilarious. Um, But Henrietta, she's not yet coming towards it, begging for milk. Like, you know how babies, sometimes they really want their bottle, sometimes not. So what you have to do is straddle Henrietta from behind and then hold her chin up and give her the bottle. And it's actually a little bit hard because their mouths are at a funny angle and her little slimy tongue sticks out and the the milk is kind of heavy. I mean, I'm a strong girl, but after holding that bottle up for a while, it's a little bit challenging. But nonetheless... So much fun, and she is so sweet, and I let her out of her stable today to do a little walking, and she walked around the little food barn, and she was visiting with a little chicken and a visiting with a goat, and then she went to visit with the big pig, Chester, 
Chester kind of snorted and charged her, and she was not very happy about it. So she just went back into the stable to hide, and um, then I fed her some more milk. But anyway, she's a delight. So it's Henrietta, and if you check out my Instagram page, Fitness, or I'm actually putting a lot of the farm my Instagram photos up to my Fitness Facebook page. So if you don't follow me on those places, you should. I'm combining all of my fitness and running stuff with the farm stuff because it's just fun, right? Why not? Um, before I move on, I want to let you guys know some of the races I have scheduled for the spring, and I would love for you guys to join me. I know many of you are across the country, but um, as of right now, I'll be at the Best Damn Race in Savannah, February 16th, and there's a 5K and a half marathon distance. Should be a lot of fun. I've never announced for them before, but the amazing Lori Weiner flew from Ohio down to, I think, St. Pete or Clearwater this weekend in Florida to run a best damn race, and she said it was very well organized, lots of fun, so I'm looking forward to being part, but if you use discount code FITSNESS, you'll save five bucks on that race, and Lori's doing grace because she's so aggressive with her strength training. She recovered from Dopey Challenge in a heartbeat and was back to half marathoning like a monster um, in an instant, so if you're not convinced of the benefits of strength training for a runner, email or call or message Lori Weiner, and she will preach because that girl is owning every race she runs she really and she's pain-free and she's feeling happy which which is nice right so bestiam race uh march 24th i'll be at the sketchers performance los angeles marathon there's the la big 5k the day big 5 5k the day before and then the full if you're running any of those races let me know rudy and i had a discount code team noisy but it expired january 31st Encinitas Half Marathon, March 31st. Beautiful beach run with a wicked party post-race. And they're adding a 5K there too. So half and 5K. Endless giggles in that event. We love it. Rudy and I are hosting it. Discount codes Team Noisy. I will be hosting the Publix Savannah Women's Half Marathon and 5K. It's open to both genders and kids and old people and young people and everybody involved. But that's a really fun event. Beautiful Savannah. Again, discount codes Fitness. I think that's April 6th. It's the same. It's the Saturday before the Disney Star Wars half. So if you want to do both, come do both. Why not? You can drive me from Savannah to Orlando on Saturday night. The last weekend of April is the Big Sur International Marathon. Rudy and I host that together. There are no discount codes, but uh, so much fun. And here's the deal. If you're looking to run Big Sur someday, there's a lotto to get in. Yes, it's hard to get into the marathon. But if you don't get into the marathon, there's a 21-miler, a 10.6-miler, a 12K, a 5K. I think there might be a 15-miler, but my brain's broken. Um, and then the very next weekend is OC Marathon, Orange County, California. Our discount code is Team Noisy. That's the first weekend of May. We have a 5K, a half, and a full kids' races. It's an absolute blast. Um, real, you know, that's that's... California running right there. You want to run California OC Marathon is for you. But my schedule has more events on it. I just can't remember them. But I want you to come visit. And if you are at a race I'm hosting, come say hello either at the start or the finish, the expo. But I expect the hugs and the selfies and the chit chat because I deserve it and I really like you. So having said that, folks, stop procrastinating in all areas of your life. But for right now, let's become a success story. 
If you've been walking around carrying around too much weight, or you're not strong enough, or you're not flexible enough, get to work. See you soon, guys. Bye. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's Marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to give the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children the chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, morning milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The morning mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting morningmile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's morningmile.com. Long may you run.